please enjoy the music while your party's being reached. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Okay, we are recording. We are live. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. Got a huge variety of topics today. Kind of insane. Um, Going to answer quite a bit of your questions. Um, but I do want to just like dive right in um, to the topic du jour, which is uh, I went to Burger King and I tried every variety of the new snack wrap that they have. Um, it's not called the snack wrap. It's actually kind of wordy. It's like Royal Chicken Crisp crispy wrap or some crazy shit. So I go to the Burger King that's inside of a gas station near my apartment and I was like, I would like one of each of the snack wraps, please. And she's like, you want three? And I was like, yes, I would like three. One classic, one spicy, and one honey mustard. And she's like, so you want all three? And I was like, yeah, I really would like to not say it again, but I would like three snack wraps, please. Um, This may come as a shock, but, like, I never had the McDonald's snack wrap, I don't think. Or maybe had it once. But I Googled it earlier, and it came out in 2006, and, like... That's when I became a vegetarian, and I was a vegetarian for, like, four or five years. So I think I might have just, like, missed the boat. Um, But I like the idea a lot. Um, And, you know, truthfully, I, you know, I love a Whopper. When it's good, it's good. But, like, Burger King has always been kind of sad or, like, a little dark-sided to me. Like, it's a little dingy. Um... And I'm going to be honest, my stomach has not felt great today since my little um, experiment that I put myself through for the pod. Um, But, you know, all in all, it was okay. I've done worse. So it's fine. Um, I started off with the honey mustard, which, by the way, I did not want to try. I'm not interested in honey mustard really at all. Um... If I have like a chicken tender and there's a honey mustard sauce to dip in, I'll do a little bit. If something like completely covered in honey mustard, it's a little skanky and it's a little random to me. Anyways, I was just getting warmed up to the whole experience. I'm like, okay, what is it even going to look like? And so it's like a flat piece of like crispy chicken and it's like a tortilla it's like folded around it and the bottom is folded up. So it kind of looks like if you tried to make like a French fry container, like the bottom is completely sealed. Um, I don't think you need to eat three. I think two's probably the right amount because they are a snack. I mean, one could keep you going too. I don't know. Didn't love the honey mustard. I didn't hate it though. It wasn't so like overpowering it was fine but thinking about it now after what i've been through in the bathroom all day it's like definitely never gonna happen again and i'm not gonna be vulgar and give any specific details on that um next up i tried the spicy 
and you might think like, well, why don't you go to the classic? Why don't you start with a classic just to know like what, um, what you're, you know, dealing with. And, you know, I just think my (laughs) desires are a little unconventional maybe. Um, and I was probably looking forward to the spicy the most because that's what my vibe is. I like a little spice, like a little heat. Um, so spicy was good. Ultimately, I will say the spicy was my favorite. But there was too much like white sauce on it. And I don't know if that was on purpose because that's not where the spice is coming from. It's kind of like a slightly orange piece of crispy chicken. And there was a little too much sauce, and I was like, Ugh, I don't know about this sauce. Like, sometimes when you get, like, chicken over rice at the deli, and you're like, yeah, everything on it. Which means, like, white sauce, hot sauce, and, like, a side salad. They will put, like, a cartoonish amount of white sauce on, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> like, no one could possibly want that much white sauce, and yet it is the standard. Um... That's honestly like a whole nother episode. I can't <laughs> can't do it right now. Um. Anyways, spicy, yeah, pretty good. And I think that it was just made slightly improperly. Again, I'm not trying to be a bitch to the people that work at the Burger King inside of the gas station on the corner of Meeker Avenue and McGinnis Boulevard. Um, although they typically do do a very good job. Because, like, a lot of people don't even know there's a Burger King up in that gas station. I think it's a bolo market. Um, and it's run by Indian women, and they fucking keep that shit tight. Um, and, like, if you go get, like, a Whopper, it's, like, it looks like it's in, like, a commercial. Like, it's very good. Anyways, round it out with the classic. Just the classic, what did I eat? What's it called? Like, the Royal Crispy Chicken wrap I don't think they use the word snack I think McDonald's I think Ronald would probably uh nail their ass to the cross if they tried to sneak in the word snack um it was fine but again like ultimately my experience with these three uh items I don't think I would get them again and it's because it's just a little kind of like musty like Burger King is just a little a little gross McDonald's like chicken it's like a little brighter it's a little happier and like chicken sandwiches shouldn't you shouldn't be like darked out by a chicken sandwich it's like a a white meat it's to be (laughs) again bright and delicious this just wasn't it was kind of nothing of the sort however though like in a pinch if you're like traveling and you can only you're only eating like drive-through food Get yourself a couple snack wraps. Like, you probably won't regret it. I mean, I did, but maybe I was just, like... Maybe I was just hungover and my stomach was upset. Like, you kind of can't rule that out. Um, Because I did have, like, an insane day yesterday. I'm going to get into it. Like, so many different things happened. And I was like, this is a full-ass day. I also got in, like, 10,000 steps, which is pretty rare. I mean, I'll get into it in a second. Um, I mean, I guess that's it with the Burger King, the the wraps. Yeah, eh. They were, yeah, eh. I don't know, guys. I mean, please feel free to sound off in the comments with your own reviews. I would actually kind of love to hear them. 
Um, but yeah, okay, let's talk about yesterday. Um, kind of woke up, was just feeling like, bitch, you need to just like accomplish some shit. Like I've been too sedentary, too like lazy. I was like, if you don't have a day where you get like more, if you don't do more than one thing, like I would just be really mad at myself. And so I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go deliver a package to the post office. Also, yesterday was weird because I woke up at like 8, 7.30 or 8 a.m. Cloudy, pouring rain. I'm like, fuck, like it's an indoor day and I don't want this. I take a shower, come back out, and it's like sunny and beautiful. And I'm like, holy fuck, like, okay, that really turned around. So I get dressed, um, maybe somewhat overdressed because I was sweating like a goddamn hog all over town, basically all day. Walk to the post office because a lovely listener bought a hat, and I think I forgot about it for a few weeks, and I was like, oh shit, I, I gotta do that. Walk to the post office, and I was like, wait a minute. You know what's on the way there and back is Cafe Grumpy, which is, yes, the Cafe Grumpy in the show Girls. Um, I just want to say I'm hugely grateful for, like, every circumstance of my life that allows me to go to the Cafe Grumpy and Girls and live nearby it. It's, it's, not, it, it's not lost on me how, like, just huge of an honor that is. Um... So I was like, wait, you should bring your computer and, like, finish your fucking screenplay because, like, listen, I've had, like, one and a half pages to write for the last, like, two months and I've already outlined it. I just can't bring myself to fucking quote-unquote finish it. Of course, it's not done. I have, like, so many edits to do. But I don't know if it's, like, an OCD thing, but I was just like, I finished things, like, 99.5% and I'm like, mm, that's good enough. And it's like, I don't. Nothing is <laughs> nothing is too complete in my life. So I was like, you you little bastard. You have to go to Cafe Grumpy, channel Hannah Horvath, and uh, get this shit fucking done. And, uh, you know, I roll in, and I, you know, I don't drink caffeine, so I was like, can I have a decaf iced Americano with some milk? And she's like, yeah. And there's a water station, so I'm like, just pounding water and I'm like sweating profusely. <laughs> she hands me my coffee and she's like, so are you going to like tap your card or like, I was like, Oh yeah. Like I completely forgot to pay. And I was like, you know, sorry, I'm a little delirious from the heat. And then we talked about the weather and it was, and it was a, it was a, it was a key key for sure. Um, uh, and so yeah, I sit down kind of busy I normally sit like the front area of Grumpy, but then they have this huge like back room and uh, there were no seats available. I was like, fuck, it's my worst nightmare that I finally got off my ass to do something and there's nowhere to sit. However, there was a woman packing up her table and I was like, oh my God, are you leaving? And she was like, yeah, <laughs> actually to be fully honest, like that interaction did not happen. I just stood there and was like waiting for her to like pack up her fucking MacBook charger. And I was like, hurry up. Um, just like a large ogreish man looming over a petite woman uh, in broad daylight. Anyways, um, I sit down, open up the computer and 
you know, kind of get to work. I'm like, fuck, it's over. Like the, it's like the movies, like the, the big part of it is over. Like a new chapter of this will be beginning soon. Um, not with a writer's strike for a while, which I'm told will probably last, you know, throughout the year until uh, Q1 of next year. But um, I noticed there was a woman at the table next to me, young woman, probably early mid 20s, um, having a full ass Zoom meeting, no headphones. She's talking loudly. I can hear the people in the Zoom meeting talking to her. Um, and like, she's not dressed professionally at all. Like she was wearing like a t-shirt and like gaucho pants or is that what they're called? Gaucho pants? Not guacho. Okay. It's definitely gaucho. I, I, whatever. Like, don't care. I'm sorry. Um, and I'm like, I'm kind of, there's a lot of people and like a lot of people aren't wearing headphones and I'm looking around kind of hoping to make eye contact with one person and just kind of have that knowing nod that's like, this bitch is crazy. Like, how is she thinking she can do this? Also, her phone, not on silent, dinging constantly. And I'm like, and no one's even like blink. No one's even noticing or caring. And I know it's kind of been, I mean, the last time I probably worked in a coffee shop was that grumpy. Probably, I don't know. In like the spring, winter, maybe? I don't know. But in that amount of time, has this behavior been completely normalized? Like, I know it's kind of like a hacky like point to make, but like literally what is going on in coffee shops? Like, did something shift? This is where you can feel free to sound off in the comments. Like, did something shift? Because um I didn't notice. And then on the other side of me, there's like a very beautiful young woman who just like is wearing like workout clothes, but they're expensive. And she's talking to a real estate agent for so long about making an offer in an apartment. And she's probably like 23. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> and she's just like scrolling on her phone as a real estate agent, like telling her all these like very important details about like how to make the right offer, like to do all cash, all this shit. And she's like, yeah, okay. No, totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, this is why I don't leave the house, but, like, you have to leave the house. It's important to kind of just see what's out there. Get your finger on the pulse. Take the temperature of society. Um. Anyway, so I finished the fucking script. And I think I did the math wrong. Like I meant to write 90 pages and then it's only 80. And I was like, am I missing 10 pages? And I just don't think I am. So I was like, okay, I guess it's an 80-ish minute movie now. Which is fine. Honestly, that's fine. I'm telling myself that it's fine, but I I will probably try to write more. Anyways, I'm like, where do I print? How do I print? I was like, well, I do live near a Staples. And like... They do be having a printing center. And so I go like staples print how. And it's a very easy upload. You just drag the PDF. Um, they try to get you by like, even if you upload a PDF with no color in it, they're like pre-selected as color. And it was like 40, no, it was like $54 to print 80 pages. And I was like, hell no. I'd rather buy a printer 
and to figure that out, then we were all blind. Then I unselected the color printing, and then it was down to, like, 15. And I was like, okay. Like, I was expecting 20, and, like, that was kind of my my high end. I'm like, if it's more than 20, like, I would just feel stupid. However, like, I was kind of willing to pay anything because I was on such a fucking roll. And I was like, this is a third thing you can do today. You went to the post office. You went to the coffee shop. You're going to go to fucking Staples. And also, like, my day was only half over. Um, I mean, I had plans to go get drinks, which is honestly a four thing that can, you never know, it could lead to a fifth or a sixth thing. Um, I pick up the stack of paper and I'm like, wow. And there's a long line behind me. So I was just like, okay, see ya. Um, but I wanted to like clutch it to my chest and like hug it. <laughs> and I bought like a little folder and I bought like a red pen and I bought little clips to keep all the pages together. And I'm fucking set up really excited with the red pen. Making notes in a red pen is like so daring. It's like, oh my God, like, <laughs> do I dare use this on the page? The red pen, it's so like wild. The red pen is so fucking wild. Um, and then I did kind of last minute, like, <laughs> I changed the name of this project. It, it was previously called Summer of Love because it's like a coming of age, like, buddy comedy that takes place in, like, the summer after these two teens graduate high school and they live upstate and it's, you know, whatever. Um... And, you know, I ran it by a lot of people and basically no one really seemed to like it. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should rethink this. Like, I will take criticism. I don't love it, but I do my best. And I think it's literally important. Um, And I was not to get like, whatever. There is a reference sort of to this event that happened in like the summer of like 1969 in, in Watkins Glen near where I grew up, this like insanely huge music festival called Summer Jam. Um, there was like bigger than Woodstock. It was like the Grateful Dead, the band, fucking Allman Brothers. I don't even know that there might be some overlap between the band and the Allman Brothers or I don't know. It was fucking huge. It was like traffic was backed up for like, like miles and miles, like, like everywhere you just couldn't drive people were just parking their cars walking this festival um so it was huge and then I, I printed it out i ended up like posting it after i had some drinks um and was like <laughs> like i like really hate when i do this uh i'm just like um so you know like i wrote a movie like when uh, is this strike gonna be over um, did get a lot of likes on that post, so thank you if you're one of those. We appreciate that. Um, but I did include the title page, which just says, like, Summer Jam, written by, and then my name. And, like, I completely forgot there's, like, a like a hip-hop and rap festival called Summer Jam that happens, like, every year. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, fuck. <laughs> like, do people... I'm like, okay... Do people think I'm, like, writing a movie about, like, that festival? Where does it have... I think it's in New York. Summer Jam. God damn it. Um. Yeah, New York-based radio station. Okay, it's the Hot 97 uh, Festival. 
The most recent iteration was held at the US no UBS Arena in Elmont, New York. Where the fuck is that? Um on June fourth, twenty twenty three. Okay. Um so yeah, I mean I knew that like <laughs> where is the UBS arena? My Wi-Fi is just not working. Belmont Park. Oh, is that where, like, the... Is there, like, a horse racing thing there? Like, a dog racing? No, that's not it. Okay, literally whatever. It's in Queens. It's fine. Um, So, yeah, I'm like, well, Jesus Christ. Now I have to, like, probably rename the movie a fucking again. But I do like Summer Jam. Um... It just has nothing to do with the Hot 97, like, yearly concert that, like, everyone... It's like Cardi B performs at it and shit. God, I'm, like, literally so fucking ignorant. Whatever. Sound of the comments if you think I'm ignorant. I mean, like, I kind of like the name Summer Jam. I'm going to keep it for a while. If someone, you know, if one of these executives has a big problem with it, then, um... You know, maybe I'll start trying to think of some new ideas uh, about the title soon. Anyways, um, that's not the end of my fucking weird day. <laughs> I go to the Exley to meet up with some gay guys for some drinks. Um, having a nice time, etc. Beautiful night. And then, like, on Wednesdays, I've noticed this happened before at the Exley. It's, like, puppy play night. I, the bar's not, like, hosting this as an event, but, like, puppy play. I can't even say these words. Puppy play. Gays, like, come out in fucking droves. And, the, like, some of them are, like, dressed up. Literally, like, dogs. Um, there was one guy who kind of looked like a Mortal Kombat character in this, like, neon yellow-green, like dog outfit with like a tail and like a mask on like a like a a tongue like wagging not wagging the tail was wagging the tongue was sagging I don't even know what to say about the tongue it was crazy and there's like two dozen of these guys just standing on the sidewalk barely any of them are drinking and then like I'm just positioned where I'm just like staring at them and I'm like wow I kind of can't get enough of this but I also like can't wait to close my tab and leave. Uh, kind of my last straw was this, like, Twink was getting, like, scratched by, like, two bears who were also dogs. <laughs> like, um, just on the street. Like, they're not even inside. They're, like, outdoor dogs. They were, like, there's, like, people with, like, groceries trying to get past them. Like, they can't even squeeze past because they've taken up, like, the entire sidewalk. And it's, like, so painful to watch that. I'm like, God, I get why people hate gays. Like, this is fucking wild. Like, this is wild. And it's, like, 8 at night. <laughs> like, damn. <sighs> I'm sorry if any of you are dressed like dogs right now. It's just not really my thing. I don't know. It's fucking... Like, I'd all, we'd all love to just be a different species, and you know. Being a dog would be great because you get to like live in a house and not have a fucking job. Like I get that. Um, it's just a really neurotic way to get a specific form of intimacy that like, yeah, I don't know. 
I'm not going to try to pathologize these literal dog people. They're people and they're dogs. Okay, it's fine. And it was the blue moon. The blue moon was kind of like, I can, you know, I can tell when there's a full moon, like, in my, like, chest. I get a little crazy. Um, almost It's like if I forget to take my medication, I feel, like, basically the same way. But, like, kind of even worse. Um, like, uh, so I stop at a, uh, the bar next to my house on the way home. And I go outside to smoke a cigarette. And, like, the moon is, like, so bright I can't even, like, look at it. It was wild. And there was, like, a I saw a perfect, like, blue, like... It looked like the blue part of like a flame, um, but like around the moon, it was so stunning. And I was like trying to take a picture of it. And these two fucking teens that looked like such like e-boys, you know, like hoodies with like pearl necklaces and like the foppish hair. And they fucking dragged me. They were like, first of all, no one like talks to strangers the way they did. I was like pointing my phone at the sky and they're like, Bro, the moon's, not even, the moon's not even fucking blue, bro. Like, well, it's not even fucking blue. And I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> they tried to come with the fucking moon. They're like, it's not even blue, bro. <laughs> and they're like cackling into the night. And I was like, are you literally insane? It's so blue. But then I, I you know, a couple people I was like with, they were like, they didn't see the blue either. I'm like, you, I'm like, you can't see the blue. And I thought I was like crazy, but I like I'm not crazy. I saw the blue, like 100. Um, percent Of course, the camera on the phone doesn't capture this, but like I know I saw the blue, and it was fucking insane. Um, kind of emotional connecting with the moon in that moment. I'm gonna be so honest, it was pretty wild. Um. That kind of wraps up my day yesterday. <laughs> Thanks for listening to me talk about it. Um, <clears throat> um, actually, wait, another part of my day yesterday and the last few days is I'm doing something new on Instagram and it's called unfollowing people that don't fucking follow me back. Typically, I just I mute a lot. I mute stories. I mute posts. A lot of people are muted. Um, but something just like changed in like, it's not that like people that I don't know, don't follow me back. Like that doesn't bother me. It's literally understandable. And I don't care about that. It's just that like, there's still so many people, um, that I followed between the years of like 2011 and 2015 that I thought were like cool or interesting, mostly like artists, a lot of, like, gay, like, figurative painters, honestly, um, that live in, like, L.A. or, like, net adjacent, net art adjacent, like, girlfriends of, like, artists. I'm just like, I don't even know you. You don't know me. Why do I still look at your shit? Like, it's so useless to me. Um, so I've been, like, unfollowing like crazy. And, like, the tidying up of my, like, circle stories is pretty fucking like it's great highly highly recommend doing that shit um because muting again it's not enough i i like i don't like i don't know <laughs> it just feels good to be like fucking unfollow and uh you know again i was surprised at some people that i thought you know like 
I this started because like I can't remember who specifically, but I'm like, I wonder if this person that's like kind of a friend even follows me back anymore, and like they didn't. And I was like, okay, I'm spiraling, and I just started this whole fucking tirade of unfollowing people. Um, even Beyonce got the job to be <laughs> straight up like I you know, don't have a strong feeling about Beyonce at all anymore. I mean, I love a lot of her early work and respect her as an artist and a performer immensely. However, it's like every day, it's just like a set of like 30 new like tour looks and it's like too many looks. And I kind of just like never feel like she like fully looks cool. So I'm like, I'm tired of seeing this. And, um, that was kind of compounded by the fact that I was like in the car in New Jersey the other day and like the song Single Ladies came on the radio and it's like a song that I thought I was I liked or the video was cool when it came out. But I was listening to it and I was I like literally smashed the like scan radio button after it because it just sounded so fucking annoying to me. It's just like so agitating it's like like um i'm gonna play like a, hold on i'm probably gonna get this episode like deleted by like And that like ring, 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 it's, it's fucking crazy. Maybe it was in a bad mood, but like I was like, this is the most annoying song I've like ever heard. How did I used to love it so much? Um and then everyone I was in the car was like, yeah, that's fucking annoying shit. <laughs> Maybe it just sounds different on my like shitty ass, like entry-level economy car, like radio that has like no good speakers, but like, damn. I will just say that it really fucking hit differently on this certain day. So sorry, Beyonce. Maybe I'll fall back after the Renaissance tour is over, but eh, probably not. Um, anyways, yeah, the useless gay guys to me are unfollowed and it's, it's going to keep happening. Like I'm going to be just unfollowing a lot of people. Anyways, yeah, feels good. Again, I suggest you try it. Um, speaking of useless gay guys, Jonathan Shaban is suing this like hot sauce company for twenty million dollars. <laughs> Allegedly, he like had this like Korean barbecue hot sauce in his fridge, and he took it out, and it, the like plastic seal was still on it, and it like exploded in his hand, and like he like posted a picture of like his wound and the stitches and it honestly did look pretty intense um like in the palm of his hand um and he claims that he's this is a quote suffered losses like the ability to use his hand in his social media posts in his advertisements and in his ability to sponsor various food items it's a 20 million dollar lawsuit Death to the West, Mama. 
I'm just saying that in my head. I don't know why. I mean, Laganja never said that. She never said death to the West. But I was like, if Laganja did say death to the West, it would be like, death to the West, mama. Death to the West, mama. Anyways, that's just how I feel about the John Chamon situation. And like, what's going to happen? He's going to like settle out of court for like five million. Like, I don't know. <sighs> what a fucking piece of work he is, you know? Anyways, I did watch that Kim and Kanye divorce special, which is, like, when you go to, like, the Max, which I hate saying Max. Like, I just miss HBO. Like, it suggests all these, like, very non-prestigious shows, like, weird, like, HGTV runoff shit and, like, this Kim and Kanye divorce special. And I was like, I'm never watching that. And then, like, I looked at it today and I was like, maybe I will watch it. It's, like, in two parts. They're, like, 45 minutes long each. And it's, like, one full episode is, like, Kanye side and then the other episode is like Kim side and I watch both right after the other and like you know I watched the Kanye one is first and you're like okay the Kardashian family is fucking evil and like I'm like so team Kanye and then like you watch Kim's side and I'm like oh he's like a very mentally ill and like he abuses and harasses Kim um and then I'm like I'm team can't and at the end i'm just like uh yeah they should just get divorced and not be like (laughs) connie had he like made it so public though he like did so much crazy shit but also like you know connie is a true artist and like him speaking his mind is not part of the kardashian brand which is like the strongest brand like the fucking world basically besides like mcdonald's i don't fucking know um it's just a really complicated situation. Um, glad they've both moved on. But the premise of that, this like little tiny docuseries is kind of like the premise is cool. Cause it's like, that's how like a divorce proceeding works. It's like you hear both sides and they're not great towards the other person. And then you just kind of have to like make up your own mind. And um, I don't know, kind of worth a watch, but like not if you have other stuff going on. Like, if you truly have no life, like, yeah, fire it up. Just fucking fire it up. Um, oh, oh my god. <clears throat> I watched, rewatched the movie Napoleon Dynamite for the first time in, like, probably 15 years. Because it came out in, what, like, 2004? So it's almost 20 years old. And, like, I was obsessed when it came out. Um... Remember, I made my mom drive 45 minutes to Ithaca, New York, to a little independent movie theater that was playing it. Um, and at the time, like, 45 minutes seemed like a long time. Like, a long drive is, like, 45 minutes is like, holy shit. And I'm going to detour for a second here and just talk about the MTA and how, like, really disappointed I am <laughs> in it right now. Like, last week I was going to a film screening that was like very small and like kind of invite only. And it was like doors open at or doors will close at six 30. So like, please get here um, on time. And you know, it, it's in Soho. I live in Greenpoint. I leave my apartment at five 30. That gives me one full hour to get there. And you know, it, like I said, five 30 to six 30, it's literally rush hour. Um, 
Google Maps says it will take 31 minutes because I have to walk like a mile to the Bedford L. I take the L to Union Square and then I take the six two stops to Bleecker. Like, it's not fucking rocket science. I've done it a million times. Um, I missed the train at Bedford because someone was walking so slow down the steps in front of me. And I'm like, you fucking asshole. Like, how dare you be looking at your phone and just mincing around like the world revolves around you? Like, the train is coming. And then it didn't come for like 10 or 12 minutes, which is to me, it's like the L train is taking more than 10 minutes to arrive at rush hour on a weekday. Like what the fuck is going on? Um, also, it's like a hundred degrees down there. I'm just sweating completely through my clothes. It's fucking embarrassing. Um, get to union square. I get to the six train. I miss that train. I'm like, okay, that's, Okay, whatever. I mean, I should be on time still. It's another 10 minutes to wait for the next six train. Again, rush hour. And like, it's so crowded on the platform. Everyone is just like, (sighs) and um, I end up being fucking late. (laughs) I'm like 10 minutes late. Thank God that like they were running late too. And they're like, okay, like, come in, come in, come in, come in. Like, there's one seat left for you. And it was like the worst seat in the house. Like, front row all the way to the left against the wall. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, anyways, I did sign an NDA, so I cannot talk about it. Um, but it's unbelievable that it took me twice as long as it should have during rush hour to just get to like one populous neighborhood to another. I just, it's like totally, it's like, okay, Bedford first, third, fourth. It's six train stops. Six train stops total took one hour. Actually, I mean, a little over. Um, it's just embarrassing. And they raised the fucking fare to $2.90. Like, how dare they? Oh, my God. Anyways, detour over. Back to Napoleon Dynamite. Um... If you have never seen it, like, you have to watch it. And if you have already seen it, I can kind of guarantee you probably haven't seen it in a long time. And, you know, now that it's been almost 20 fucking years, I think you can really watch it with a new set of eyes and appreciate it in, like, a different way, which I totally did. I wasn't wasn't sure how I'd feel about watching it because the movie was so important to me. And, like, I also, like, know every single line still. But I was like, oh, maybe it's going to be really cringe. I mean, it's going to be so twee and embarrassing and boring and or just, like, awkward in, like, a bad way. And um, I didn't feel that way at all. I thought the movie had, like, such a heart and soul and, like, every fiber of its being. John Hader's performance as Napoleon is laugh-out-loud funny. I was laughing. And it's just, like, the production design, the set design costume design it's just so wonderful and like thorough and like detailed and like charming it's just fucking lovely and there's just like no kind of like agenda whatsoever it's like uh it makes idaho look gorgeous um i didn't know there were like hills or mountains in idaho um it's just it was great 
um, not super, but like, yeah, I mean, so like if you watch the movie, like sit through the credits cause there is like an extra scene at the end and it's just like very sweet and again, like funny. Um, it's just, it's totally own like thing that exists in its own world. And it's like, um, I'm not sure I've seen anything since that, that really makes me feel that way. Yeah, Napoleon Dynamite really ended a lot of these hoes, quite frankly. Um, speaking of movies, something that feels amazing <laughs> is when you're on Letterboxd and you review a movie and then someone adds it to their watch list. It's just like the best feeling in the world. It's like you're making a fucking difference in someone's life. Cause then they're going to like probably or hopefully watch the movie. And then they might even like think of you and be like, wow, thanks. Thanks for, you know, enlightening me with this movie suggestion. I hope that's, you know, feel free to sound off in the comments. If you don't like Napoleon dynamite, I mean, I could probably understand it, but like, I, I also don't. It's like an A plus movie. Um, another great feeling is when you do something in traffic and then other people start following your lead. The other day I was like driving to, I was probably driving to Wendy's in like Sunnyside. So I'm going down Greenpoint Avenue over that little bridge. Don't know the name of this bridge. Um, it's not really an important bridge. It's kind of random. It's just going over like the Newton Creek Canal. Um, and traffic was completely backed up, like almost the entire length of the bridge in the right lane. The left lane seemed empty as far as I could see, which is like a very far distance. And I was like in the right lane. And I'm like, um, something like just isn't right here. Like I'm going to, I'm going to like, put my blinker on. I'm going to go in the left lane. I'm going to just like blast as far as I can down the left lane. And as soon as I did that, everyone behind me started following my lead and we like condensed traffic into like an appropriate way where it's like, there was no reason for the left lane, like wasn't closed or anything. It's just that everyone just stuck to the right lane, which seemed very weird. I'm like, are we in North Korea? We're like, <laughs> just like don't pass. Um, and it, it solved like a, a huge traffic problem because I was so brave and I put the blinker on. And I just was like, fuck it. I'm going. I was like, what's the worst going to happen? I have to like merge back into the right lane. Like people in New York do that all the time. Like people are so aggressive and crazy. Um, and that's what I ended up doing. Cause I did need to be in the right lane because the traffic split at the light, you know, and I need to fork right and uh, I was in the left lane, but like there's so much truck traffic and trucks don't accelerate very quickly. So like you can just slip in. Um, it's the benefit of having a small car is that you can just slip in. Um, anyways, I mean, speaking of cars, I was in my car the other day and I was like, I, it was street cleaning. So I drove by the water and I parked, the car and I was like looking out at like the city and I was smoking a cigarette and a, a lantern fly landed on my windshield. I was like, Oh my God, like I'm supposed to kill you. And it, you know, it was just there like in the middle of the windshield. I was like, well, 
I'm not going to. Like, when I, like, get out of the car and, like, take my shoe off and, like, slap the windshield? Like, that's crazy. Um, lantern flies, if you're not in New York, are this, like, um, what do you even call it? Like, they're a pest? Like, they're, like, destroy the environment or something? Like, you're, you know, supposed to kill them if you see them. Um, they're quite beautiful. Just, you know, like, red and black and, like, spotted and, I don't know, kind of like a moth moth proportion anyways um so it landed on my windshield and it just kind of like slid down it like its feet didn't have any grip it was just like and it flew away and i was like wow i like actually pity you like you're not that cool or strong like i pity the lantern fly i mean i do be stepping on them and it's kind of nice to have the go i had to be like i want to kill a little bug because, like, something happened in the last, like, 10 years where it's like, oh, my God. <coughs> Sorry. It's like, oh, my God, you killed a spider? It's like, I mean, I personally don't because I'm like, there's bugs. So, like, they need to, like, I let things happen. But I feel like killing spiders has been really criminalized. <laughs> um where, like, people who would freak out about spiders are now, like, freaking out, but they're also, like, putting a jar over it and then doing the piece of paper underneath the jar and, like, taking it outside. Whereas, like, they would have, like, you know, sprayed it with, like, fucking Windex or something. Something shifted. Again, not mad at that. It's fine. Spiders are kind of whatever. Um, who fucking cares? Um... Just a few more. Oh, shit. I got a question. Oh, we're at 45. God damn. Okay. Wow. This might be a little long one. Kayla Lemieux, the big titty woodshop teacher, got a new job at a different school. Like, how the fuck is that possible? <laughs> what is going on in Canada? Also, like, imagine if you were, like, interviewing to be a teacher at that school and you like didn't get the job and then Kayla Lemieux got it instead of you like I would fucking <laughs> I would strap some like C4 to my chest underneath my big prosthetic titties and uh, I don't know show up somewhere just kidding Um, best of luck to Kayla though I mean like why is she not like why have we never heard her talk? Like, I just want to, I want Kayla and you on the pod more than probably anyone that I've ever known. Uh, well, whatever. Something I talked about in my Insta story is that I'm sure a lot of you missed, but I do want to just kind of touch on before I get to the questions, last topic before questions. Um, I was at the deli very late the other night and I, was just like trying to buy cigarettes when I saw like I passed by these like sun chip minis that come in a Pringle shaped tube. I was like, wait, what the fuck am I looking at right now? First of all, why is sun chip making minis? It's a fucking chip. Like who cares? And why do the, here's the thing. The, the minis are thicker than the regular sun chips the regular sun chips are like paper thin they come in a bag no one seems to be complaining about that but now the 
the mini sun chips, which are thicker, are now protected in this cardboard tube, which is literally shocking to me. Um, I couldn't believe it. I was like, okay, I have to have these. I like a harvest cheddar flavor. I like don't even like them. And honestly, finishing the tube was difficult. I was like, I don't like having these around. They're taking up too much room in my apartment. Like the tube does not get smaller. Like a bag gets of chips gets smaller when you eat them. You like wrap them up and kind of just tuck them away. This tube is just like looks like a firework just like sitting in my apartment. I'm like, why is this here? Why are these here? Why are these here in so many different ways? Like, why are these chips here? Um, but again, like, honestly, props to Sun Chips for, like, doing this a little bit differently. Like, it was like, damn, like, you really, they kind of caught me slipping. I was like, all right, I guess I have no choice but to get the fucking Sun Chip tube. Um, I wouldn't recommend them. Or, I mean, if you like Sun Chips, like, fucking go ahead. Like, literally, what do I actually care? You know what I mean? Okay, I'm going to take a quick little break, smoke a cigarette, um, see if I got some more questions, and then, um, yeah, be right back. And we're back. Okay, time for the questions. Um, number one, what's your least favorite dog breed? I'm going to just go ahead and say Chihuahua. Like, they're too tiny and, like, to me, like, objectively fugly. And, like, they just look like they're going to, like, explode. And they're just, like, anxious and they're they're too small. I'm like, how do you even pet it? Like, they're smaller than, like, a cat. I'm like, what do you do with it? I mean, I will say I did like the Taco Bell Chihuahua. Do you have a name? Hold on. I'm Googling this. Taco Bell Chihuahua name. Gidget. Okay. Let's see. You now he's kind of cute because he looks. His ears are fucking damn. I don't know. Don't love the name Gidget for him. It's like referencing another movie and like he should have his own. It should just be like Tom or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Next. Next question. What would your sweetie meal at McDonald's be? Okay, so for those of you who don't know, sweetie was, I think, the first celebrity to have a McDonald's meal. I think it's the only one that I tried because she absolutely tore it fucking crazy. I think it was like a Big Mac, fries, four-piece nugget, and then a Sprite, which, like, pairs beautifully with everything I've mentioned so far, but then it, the the real kicker for me was it came with two dipping sauces. I think it came with barbecue sauce and uh, sweet and sour. But I also remember the the foil on the little plastic dipping sauce had like a special like holographic sweet thing. So was it just one? Okay, maybe it just came with sweet and sour, and then I would also get barbecue because like which I've never done before, dipping, like, the cross-contamination of, like, barbecue and, like, a little bit of sweet and sour. Fucking insane. So Sweetie really hit a home run. I don't know her music. I'm sure I've heard it. But uh, props to her. Um, what would my sweet my McDonald's meal would probably just be, like, what I get at McDonald's? Um, you've got to be really hungry, and you got to really want to fucking do it to yourself. You're going to get a double quarter pounder meal, medium with a Coke, 
and then a four-piece nugget with barbecue sauce. That's it. Any other questions? <laughs> okay. I mean, there's more questions. So, yeah, next question is, what girl's character would listen to Red Scare and Dial Tan? This is from Front of the Pod, Kara Cunningham. I think this is a great question. I think Jessa would listen to Red Scare, but not... I don't think she would know what Dial Dan is. And I think Hannah would listen to Dial Dan, but not Red Scare. I think Marnie's probably never heard of either. And obviously doesn't listen. I think Shoshana has heard of Red Scare, but has never listened. Um, I hope that makes sense. I feel like it kind of does. This is another sound off in the comment situation. Like, I'm kind of curious what you guys think. Because it really, I did think about it for a while. Uh, and I did sort of pre-plan my answer. Because I was like, this needs to be, like, carefully considered. Um, damn, this next question's kind of brutal. As you age, does it become more difficult hanging with friends with higher slash lower incomes? Uh, yeah, <laughs> like literally, yes. It's so unfortunate, but it is so true. Um, I think when you're in your 20s, I've said this on the pod before. I think that like when you're especially in New York, it's like everyone in their like early mid 20s wants to be like going to the same parties, doing all the same shit. But like if you come from like money and like you're still hanging out in Bushwick. You're just like, um, no, I want to go to like the Barbados for Christmas. <laughs> like your broke ass friends are not going with you. Um, you know, I am like, I'm fiercely in my mid thirties. I'm turning 35 in like a week and a half. Um, and a lot of my friends, I mean, every single one, I, every single person I know has more money than I do basically. Um, but some have more than others, but, I will say that it like doesn't if you have a really solid foundation with someone like it's not going to matter if they have more money than you like it really you could go down that like rabbit hole and be like oh my god I can have nothing to relate to anymore but I mean yeah there's like certain things you're just not you're not gonna like go to dinner with them all the time or like go on vacation or I don't know just certain things um because I think people generally just choose the path of least resistance in life. Cause I mean, I get that I do it all the time and no one wants to feel inferior. And also no one wants to feel, wait, what's the opposite of inferior superior? <laughs> I was like, is it exterior? Um, no one wants to feel exterior. So it's whatever, but I get what you're saying. And like, yeah, you know, sometimes you'll get invited to something and you're like, uh, like if you're broke and there's like a birthday dinner and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> like I really want to be there, but it's like also kind of crazy and you just figure out a way, but then you're like, oh my God, I don't know. So yeah, it's an issue, but, um, if, if it ends up like weeding a friend out, like they're not your real friend, like period. So it is what it is. Unfortunately, it is a fact of life. Um, I would say this next question is also pretty brutal. How do you eat so bad 
and looks so good. I mean, that's not brutal. Um, I'm like legally obese. So like, do I look that good? Honestly, I'll take the compliment. Thank you so much. I should probably stop eating fast food in general. And like, just kind of as I'm recording this, like thinking about how much I talked about fast food this episode, I'm like, am I like sinning against God by like being so gluttonous? Like, yeah, like, yeah, kind of like 100%. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll start thinking of my body as more of a temple going forward. Um, we'll see. But then I have everyone in my ear being like, you have to try the snack wraps. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll try the snack wraps. And then I did. And they, 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 they hurt my tummy. So <laughs> whatever. We got two questions left. Okay. We're like gonna do an hour. This is amazing. Um, next question. I'm about to start six feet under. What should my mindset be going in? You've made the best decision you've ever made in your entire life. Your mindset should be something like, I would say just like put the fucking phone away while you're watching the show and just like give it your attention and trust me. <laughs> also trust the creators and the writers, everyone, directors of the show that they're not going to steer you wrong. They're not going to like, take advantage of your time it is like something that's just always in the back of my mind i'm like oh, that's like kind of this thing it's six feet under it is so ahead of its time i cannot even tell you i know i've gone on about it so many times before it's so life affirming um and it's funny and the characters are so complex and the situations are so interesting and it's just beautiful and like you have to kind of I guess the mindset that you should be in is just like allowing yourself to accept the beauty that like is this show that like you don't even know how good it is um and again the series finale is something that if I think about it I will start to well up like it all does lead up to like a perfect ending but it's not about that. It's it's so not the destination. It is the journey. And uh, it's just very thought-provoking. It's very emotionally riveting. Like you... I can't wait for you to watch the show. It's the best show that's ever been created. And it's like funny too. I mean, it's like good. Um, it makes you feel less alone and kind of psychotic. If you're kind of a morbid person and you think about death a lot, it's just like, okay, yeah, there's other people out there like me. Um, again, I cannot say enough good shit about six feet under. So congrats on this journey you're about to embark on. You will not regret it. And if you don't like it, then like literally unsubscribe to the podcast. Just kidding. Please don't. Um, okay. Last question. How do you make friends past 30? I'm an artist who works alone and just moved to another country. Well, I'd probably just never move to another country in the first place. Like, it's kind of random. However, I think you're European, so it's, like, different. It's, like, if I moved to, like, North Carolina. It's, like, not that far. Um, yes, making friends can be difficult at a certain age because you feel like everyone's, like, locked in, but that's kind of not my experience, especially in New York. Like, I can 
I'd be like making friends at bars. Like uh, my suggestion is like, you gotta like go out, um, go somewhere age appropriate. I think like a cocktail bar, um, that's like quiet and like, you can maybe have a conversation just kind of like say, you know, wait for the time to be right. And just be like, Oh, Hey, like, you know, like, do you live around here? I just moved. And I think you'd be surprised how warm and welcoming most people are. Um, especially if they're alone, I would target people alone at a bar (laughs) and just, you know, when the moment's right, just, you know, try to strike up a very easy conversation. Um, and just see where that goes. Also, like maybe since you're an artist and you work alone, like find other artists on like literally Instagram and like see what they're about and like give them a little follow. Um, and like send a very neutral platonic message like, hey, I just moved here. Um, are there any like openings coming up? Any events? Uh, you know love to check out the local scene or whatever. Sorry, I know it sounds so corny. But, like, it's really... I think it's a good idea. Put yourself out there and then um, just use your natural charisma and, and you know, meet some people. And uh, I think you'll be fine. Um, Yeah. I think that about does it for this episode. Um... No, we're over an hour. We are fucking over an hour. Oh my god. I hope that this podcast doesn't get deleted because I played three seconds of single ladies, but like if it does, goddamn. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. Um Can't wait to do this again soon. Also, I'm going on a very big podcast this weekend, so, like, stay tuned for that. Okay, no no spoilers. Um, okay, uh, also, like, before we leave, like, can you believe it's going to be Labor Day weekend? When the hell did that happen? Oh, God, summer's over. Summer's over. Okay, that's it. Bye!